Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group, and the question is, Hi, can we talk about adolescent hygiene or lack thereof? My nine-year-old son always fights me. I'm brushing his teeth and taking a proper bath or shower. He lies and tells me he did it when I know he didn't. He doesn't wash his hair thoroughly. I can tell because his hair stands up on its own the next morning. I don't think he washes his body. I try to emphasize the importance of hygiene. Am I alone here? How do I get him to do this? Any parent hacks? I'd love to prevent my kid from becoming a stinky guy with missing teeth. Uh, Sames, we're doing exactly the same thing over here. We're working on hygiene. I'm going to tell you a couple of things that work for us. Number one, shower days. So I have three kids from nine to 12, and I was constantly in this mix with you haven't showered. You did shower. You didn't shower correctly. Who didn't shower? You smell. Uh, Keeping track of three kids and their hygiene was becoming my full-time job. And so the very first thing that we did is that we set shower days. Wednesday and Sunday are shower days at our house. That means you do not go to bed on a Wednesday or a Sunday without a shower. And I know what you're thinking. That's only twice a week. Shouldn't they be showering more than that? I'm saying I'm picking my battles. So if somebody's been outside rolling around in the mud, if somebody, you know, had a special circumstance, I may say you have to take a shower tonight. But I'm telling you that before we set this system, I think it would be sometimes be a week and somebody at my house would not have showered. And so Wednesdays and Sundays are shower days. You could do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday if you want to have a three time a week. Whatever it is, you set the rule and then you stop having the conversation about it because that's a lot of the time that we were spending. Then you talk about, are they doing it correctly? Here's the thing. They're probably not. I am in a heterosexual relationship. I have a male spouse who I sent upstairs to have a talk with the boys about what we wash in the shower and how we do it. You can go online and print out printouts about this. Uh, You need to have a conversation about how we take a shower. And sometimes they need a refresher course in how to take a shower. And that may mean if you're noticing that you didn't do it correctly, that may mean let's go back to our chart and refresh how we do this. I had a kid who 
I could not figure out why her hair was always dirty. And it was because she was only using conditioner and not shampoo. So any assumptions you are making that your child is old enough or wise enough to know how to clean themselves is probably misguided. So don't be afraid to give the lesson in how to take a shower. I am not above standing outside of the room and giving instructions as they go. If you do this a couple of times really firmly, it should not happen again because then the rule is if you come downstairs with spiky hair, guess what? You're taking a morning shower before camp. My kids don't want to take showers. And so that is a huge motivation. You got to be in this for a little while. And then I tell you, it will get easier and it will get better. And I now have kids who can do this by themselves. But you have to teach them how to take a shower. You have to set the times they are going to take a shower. You have to inspect them after they take a shower. And whatever gaps need to be filled in, that's where you fill them in. And send them back if they don't do it correctly the first time. And they will learn that you're serious about them staying clean. Uh, my oldest is 12. I have noticed this getting a little bit better, minding a little bit more that he's dirty, doesn't want to be dirty. But still, especially in the summertime, sometimes it's like uh, you have to take a shower before going in the pool. Now you're in the pool. That counts as my shower. Uh, you can lean into that in a little bit in the summertime. If your pool, we have a town pool that has showers. I'll bring shampoo and conditioner and be like, if you wash your hair when you take your shower, even though in your bathing suit, I'll allow it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty loose in the summertime. Then in terms of teeth and other things, I'm all about checklists on that. Put it on the mirror where they do this. So did you brush your teeth? Did you floss your teeth? I'm not going to lie. My kids are not good flossers, but I try. I try. My dentist tells me they have to do it. Wash your face. I have a kid who has a little bit of a skincare routine as he starts hitting puberty. Did you use your astringent pad, whatever it is that he's doing to maintain his skin? Some kids really need that checklist there. And it's okay, again, to double check it with them. You're not standing over them. You're certainly not washing their face for them. But I think especially in the beginning with a nine-year-old, this is the time to dial in on setting the expectations around that, enforcing the expectations, walking them through a system, making them repeat if they're not delivering on the system, and front-loading all of this work because you do not want the next six and seven years of your life to be over-engaging with your kids on taking a shower, on brushing their teeth. And that's why I think setting those things up checklists, specific days, you say, yeah, I know you don't want to shower, but it's Wednesday. We don't go to bed on Wednesday without a shower. Do you know how to do it? If you come down and it's not done right, you're going to do it again. And that's how showering and hygiene works in our house. And there's nothing else to do. We're not having any more conversations about it. I hope that helps with your stinky kid. I've got some at my house, so I totally sympathize. But I will say at 12, I'm seeing my work pay off. So I really do encourage it. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can submit them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. You can ask them on our Facebook page and you'll get feedback from all of our listeners there, not just myself or Amy. And we look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks for listening. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back 
with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking